We're getting closer and closer to the 2023 draft. So what exactly is the Rams plan? That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Travis Rogers. You can follow me on Twitter under that name at Travis Rogers as well. Not only do I host this Locked on Rams podcast, but I also host the Rams pre, half and post game show during football season, getting ready for season number eight coming up in just a little bit. And as a regular listener to this podcast, we want to thank you to being an everydayer as well we got a little bit of business to get into well, as well. We've got a new co-host to Locked on Rams who's going to join me for the offseason and the regular season as we get closer to it. And with the draft just around the corner, we thought now would be the right time to introduce you to Doug McCain, who is going to be the new co-host of Locked on Rams. So, Doug, welcome to the Locked on Network. We're thrilled to have you on the network and, of course, here on Locked on Rams. Thank you, Travis, and I'm thrilled to be here. I've got that Sean McVay energy this morning. We got a draft coming up. We got some retooling to do for this team, but I'm excited to be here, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. And obviously, this this season for the Rams could be very, very different than most of the seasons we've seen under Sean McVay. We will get into all of that. That's probably coming up a little bit later on in this pod as well. But let's get right to it. Obviously, with the draft coming up here in just a couple of days, the Rams, for the first time in a while, have a relatively high pick. This is not a pick inside the first round, but something close to it, thanks to their uh, incredibly unsatisfying 5-12 and record last year. They're going to have a pick inside of the top 40 they're going to have a chance to pick a player that could have an impact on them in a very short period of time Doug as you see it as the Rams are getting ready to go in there who and maybe the who but more importantly the what do you think that the Rams are going to do as they head into having their first high draft pick in quite some time yeah, the Rams have really had this first-round FOMO for quite some time. They haven't had a first-round pick since they drafted Goff back in 2016. But for the first time, you have Sean McVay with a pick in the top 40. And there's a lot of different directions they can go. I think edge rusher is a top priority. I think this team needs to look that round. Also, with the trade of Jalen Ramsey, not a lot of experienced cornerbacks on the roster. I would love to see them go cornerback. I think you can also look at tight end. You can look at offensive linemen. There's so many different directions you could go with this team. But I I think this organization, they're going to go quality. They're going to go value. You're going to have possibly four to five quarterbacks selected in that first round. So you could get a first round type talent with that number 36 pick. And I think this direction is really headed towards edge rusher cornerback, in my opinion. Yeah, there's so many, like you mentioned, Doug, there there are a lot of places that not only did the Rams have a lot of guys that were not up to what, you know, maybe the, the level of play that they needed to last year, but we've seen more and more guys leave. You know, obviously Jalen Ramsey is gone. Leonard Floyd is gone. Ashawn Robinson is gone. Allen Robinson is gone. And then you look at the offensive line and really no one really distinguished themselves up front there. And, and I think that's what's interesting to me. I think that probably you've got your Aaron Donald, you've got your Matthew Stafford, you got your Cooper Cups. Those are the three pieces that I think Rams fans and Rams front office people are looking at and say, okay, we've got that covered. Everything else feels like it's up in the air and you could go defense. I, I think that a corner maybe in the, in that, that, you know, uh, early second round is probably somewhere where they end up. But you mentioned something interesting, Doug, that edge rusher, and this is where 
Aaron Donald can do even more because he's still Aaron Donald. Whatever attention he draws allows someone else to get freed up a little bit. Who are some of those guys maybe on the edge that the Rams could look for? Yeah, so this Rams team, they struggled to get consistent pressure on the quarterback from that edge rusher spot. Collectively, they recorded just 15 and a half sacks last season, and Leonard Floyd was responsible for nine of those sacks. So they definitely have to look at that position and really kind of just depends who falls into their lap with that number 36 pick because some of these guys, you could see them go higher, but let's say Will McDonald, let's say he ends up available at 36. I love this guy, 6'4", 239. He's got that Dwight Freeney spin move. And, yeah, he's a guy. He's versatile, great anticipation off the ball. This guy is a ferocious defender, so I like him as a possibility. Also, Felix Anaduke Uzoma. I mean, this guy is a talented freak. I mean, he's another name, 6'3", 255, eight and a half sacks last season. He's explosive, has that those long arms, is a power but absolute beast. So he's another name. And also, I think BJ Ojolari. Ojolari, this is a guy, he's very athletic. He's an edge rusher. He has the ability to just get that bend around that offensive lineman. He makes that bend drill look easy. Any of those guys, if they're available, I would love them. It's just they're guys that could be picked just right above them. So you never know. But if those any of those three are available, those are names that I would strongly consider if I'm the Rams. Because in previous drafts, I think you see them go higher. But with some of these deeper positions I think edge rusher with three of those guys it could be the pick yeah it'll be interesting to see too which direction they go do they focus on the defensive side of the ball where it seems like just about everybody that they've taken over the yeah. course of the of the last draft was a defensive oriented player do they swing the pendulum back the other way and lean more offense fact of the matter is they need help on both sides of the ball this is not a team it, it is a very different approach that they're going to have where the last couple of years it's been let's backload let's find some guys that maybe can play but we have every level of that defense covered you have Jalen Ramsey in the secondary you have a Bobby Wagner in the middle of that defense and then of course you have Aaron Donald and then on the offensive side of the ball you've got your Super Bowl caliber quarterback in Matthew Stafford your all-world everything in Cooper Cup and enough talent along that offensive line to just kind of get to the finish line and then we saw what happened last year where all of those things seem to break down or not perform up to level so you may with the exception of quarterback with the exception of probably a, a, a high pick at wide receiver it feels like everything else is on the table and and, and Sean McVay and Les Snead can kind of pick from whatever they want and it also opens up the opportunity Doug for this team to maybe play around in the draft a little bit for the first time, as opposed to maybe picking at that spot in the, in the 30s, maybe decide to move back. Maybe, and I would be surprised if they did this, an opportunity to move up. But I think that they have the flexibility. The, the benefit that comes along with having a team that's not expected to do a lot is you can get a little more creative in the draft. I wonder if maybe just moving or just taking that one pick in the 30s is the idea or maybe collecting more picks and dropping back. Yeah, I think that's definitely an excellent point. I mean, when you consider the fact only the second time they even have had 11 picks in a draft with Sean McVay, and you can also consider the fact that, like you mentioned, this is not a down-to-the-studs rebuild. The cupboard isn't bare. Matt Stafford, when he's healthy, he's a top-10 quarterback. Aaron Donald's still in the conversation for one of the best players in the game. Cooper Cup, he's an elite playmaker. We know that. And even you got Higby. I mean, there's still pieces available. But, yeah, if you did move down, you got a little more creative. The expectation isn't that, oh, the Rams, they need to win the Super Bowl next season. And they do have some equity equity with this fan base, and they know that their model works. And that, yes, yeah, sometimes you want to go for it. But right now it's about absolutely trying to 
rebuilding around the margins and getting that quality depth. So then maybe by 2024, when they do have that first round pick back, when they do have a hundred million in cap space, then you have some depth and then you can make a move for those pieces and kind of push the chips in. I mean, I always say, of course I cover the Dodgers and I always say, I like parades over prospects. Well, with the Rams, it's been, I like parades over picks. And I think they go that route at some point. But for the next season, if you go 8-8, eight and eight, if you hover around 500 and you're heading in the right direction, I think that you can, like you said, be a little more creative and try to take some more chances and throw those darts and see if you hit big. But, yeah, I want to go back to your point on the offense, too. Last year, that wasn't a Sean McVay offense. And a lot of that had to do with injuries but I mean they're bottom five in pretty much every offensive category I think Sean McVay I think you bring up a good point that yes they do have defensive needs but if there are pieces I mean it's a very deep tight end draft you got some receivers out there I mean if there are some pieces that he likes that he thinks that can help that get this offense back to being that explosive offense once again I think they could go that direction as well I love the parades over picks that around this part, we call that yeah, F them picks. That, that's F them, the yeah. less, I like that. that. That's the less need of philosophy. And it worked yeah. to the tune of a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but maybe not moving forward. In fact, let's talk a little bit about that coming up in just a bit. What do the Rams do on draft day? Are there some draft surprises around the corner or do they be pretty quiet the way that they have uh, in the last couple of drafts as well? And just kind of sit where they are. But first let's talk about, FanDuel, right? FanDuel is the place you need to go. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up place your first bet and get up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win you can bet on a whole bunch of different things you can do some futures you can do some games i'm just saying that maybe james outman is a rookie of the year maybe 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 they're going to get wild a little long shot mvp action all of that is available for you at fanduel.com so don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars when you join fanduel today just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up fanduel the official partner of major league baseball all right thanks again for making locked on rams your first listen every single day free and available wherever you get your podcast my name is travis rogers and that other man that you're looking at right there that's doug mccain who is the new co-host of locked on rams as well and so we talked a little bit about it doug the idea of what the rams are going to do with their draft like you mentioned they have 11 picks a lot of them come in the back half of the draft in the fifth round and later but they do have a pick uh early in the second round something they haven't had in quite some time as you see it and, and obviously they have a lot of holes to fill that's what we just talked about on both sides of the ball they got a lot of holes to fill special team wise as well not that you pick a uh use a high draft pick to fix or to to fill one of those slots but do you think that we could see something the the oh my gosh did you see what they just did kind of thing or is this a we will take player x from school x and then sit and wait for their pick to come around the next time i think it's definitely possible i mean you know they're going to be targeting certain guys and you know they're going to value guys more than some other teams. But I do think when you consider that there are a lot of glaring needs on the defensive side that, yes, there could be a scenario where they do take the best player available at that position when their pick comes around. And I think you look at that cornerback spot. You lose Jalen Ramsey. You don't have a lot of depth at that position. You got Darian Kendrick, Kobe Durant, Robert Rochelle. 
Durant really looked the best of that bunch. But really, I think when you look at the defensive side, I wouldn't be surprised if you just go with the Cam Smith or a Clark Phillips or Emmanuel Forbes, write that 36 pick and just say, okay, we got the best available cornerback. And then you would go from there. But I think as far as surprises, I think you look at this team, we know they need a backup quarterback. Matthew Stafford, he is the only rostered quarterback at the moment. And I think you could get some value later in the draft with a backup QB. And I think you're going to start to see this Rams team go back into developmental mode and try to look at a guy that has upside, that they could develop into someone that, yes, you're going to be a good backup, but you can also be a spot starter at times. And some names I look at, you got Clayton Toon out of Houston. You got Jake Hayner from Fresno State. He's being compared to Drew Brees out there. You see some Drew Brees in him. But how about my guy from UCLA, Mr. Dorian Thompson Robinson? Now, interesting. DTR made me pull my hair out at times at UCLA <laughs> with his decision-making. But still, I think that he there is a chance that he could – be the steal as a backup quarterback. I mean, I think he has a low floor, but I also think he has the highest ceiling of the bunch. And look, this is a guy that hadn't played quarterback until his senior year at high school at Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas. And he goes to UCLA, multiple offensive coordinators, and then Chip Kelly really had things click for him. The light really turned on with him and Chip Kelly, and he's mobile, he has a strong arm. And I think if you look at McVay's offense he does make a lot of sense so I think he could be the steal but I really do like the idea of just kind of going with the cornerback or an edge rusher with that number 36 pick I really like I don't know how you feel about Cam Smith but I mean the Rams they ran the most cover four in football last mm-hmm. season also ran a decent amount of cover three but you can play him on the outside line him up at the slot if he's available at 36 I'm okay with them not having too many splash surprises and just going with him at that pick or a cornerback or an edge rusher. And then you kind of go with the surprises at some of those other positions. Yeah. I want to go back to DTR for a second, Doug, because that is fascinating to me that DTR feels like Bryce Perkins only maybe a little bit better that the Bryce Perkins show that we saw during the preseason was awesome. It was fun. He, he could make plays with his legs. He was a pretty good passer. He seemed to be very calm, cool and collected when he was doing his thing. And then the season started and they needed him. And that guy that we saw in the preseason was not the guy that we saw during the regular season. Dorian Thompson Robinson might be, we've always kind of wondered, right? When the Sean McVay offense, that what is the best version of that? Is it the classic pocket guy like we've seen with Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford? Or could it be even better if you got somebody that could make something happen off schedule? You make something happen with your legs. And, And this is, this is really interesting because, and we'll talk a lot about this, probably not today on Locked on Rams, but on future editions of Locked on Rams. I'm not, not not so sure they don't have a master plan for a different quarterback next. Right? Yeah. This could be a very interesting, let's see what it looks like with a guy kind of sort of like, I don't know, the guy at USC. That's a long shot. That's a pipe dream. And a lot of things yeah. have to break right for you to do it. But it is a, a knockoff version of that to a degree. Um, Sean McVay is bold. Les Snead is bold. Not that you'd take him in the second round right there, but that could be a very interesting development because they need somebody. And, and I think that that is a more interesting strategy, potential boom, potential bust for sure, than going and finding whatever this year's equivalent of a Baker Mayfield or John Wolford might be. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm planting my flag right here. I'm saying DTR <laughs> is going to be the late round steal in the draft. Uh, four, five, six, forty at the combine. He's versatile as a runner. He can move around in the pocket. He has a strong arm. He's competitive. I just think he needs more development and more experience. And yeah, like you said, the backyard in LA, you talk about Caleb Williams and the talk about, are they tanking for Williams or someone like that? But no DTR is someone that has the upside. Yes. You got the Aiden O'Connell types out of Purdue, Max Duggan from TCU, Tanner McKee from Stanford. But I think this Rams team, we know that they're scouting and development. They want to hit on a guy. They want to have a guy that they pick where another GM loses their job because they didn't pick them. Right. <laughs> they want to shock people with their ability to draft and development. I think that too is something that's kind of reinvigorated this franchise and there's Sean McVay said that there's a new sense of urgency once again and you've celebrated the Super Bowl and I think that this draft is kind of that next chapter and saying okay the Rams yes we're going to go out and get our guys yes we have turned ourselves into one of the best free agent destinations but we know that sustained winning is about drafting and developing and I think they're going to go that route and look for some big hits in the later rounds so with that idea of drafting and developing what exactly is the Rams' plan heading into the 2023 draft and beyond? That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. But first, let's talk a little bit about better help, right? This show, this pod, the Locked on Rams pod is brought to you by better help. And, and, and here's the thing. Look, I know that sometimes it gets challenging. It gets difficult to come up with solutions in your life, to come up with ways to solve problems, to come up with ways to just kind of navigate the stuff that makes all of our lives a little bit more difficult at times. And therapy can help. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do until we talk through the things and figure out where these things are coming from. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Whether it's myself or people that I've spoken to, it just makes you a better version of you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube as well. It's a great Locked on Rams YouTube page where you can listen to the pod, watch the pod, and you're kind of putzing around the house, doing whatever you want. You can see my lovely and Doug's lovely faces as much as you would like. And that new face right there, Doug McCain, new host, new co-host of Locked on Rams. So you're going to be hearing both of us all through the uh, draft and then, of course, off-season workouts and as we get ready for the season as well. So here's the question, Doug, and here's the thing that I think the answer is fairly obvious if you kind of read between the lines. If you listen to what's said, it's one thing. If you watch what's being done, it's an entirely different thing. That Les Need and Sean McVay are saying, no, we expect to be competitive. We expect to go out there and try to win a lot of games. That this is not a total teardown. This is not a total redo. This is more of a remodeling situation. Sure, fine, great, wonderful. They have half a team. They have 45 rostered players for 90 roster spots. They do have some draft picks, but they've let a lot of guys go. They've brought in no one. They've re-signed a guy or two from their own team, but they've been incredibly quiet 
What is their plan, not just for the draft that's coming up here in a couple of days, but for this season? Is this a keep your powder dry? If you have a good season, fine, you chase it when it comes up. But in the event that maybe it's a little more similar to what we saw last year, which was a five-win season, and there is a potential franchise quarterback waiting that would seem to fit what Sean McVay does really well, that would seem to fit the market particularly well, is this more of a – uh, if it goes bad, it goes bad, and we're finally back on the clock for a first-round pick and potentially a very high first-round pick. Yeah, I think it could go a couple different ways. I mean, the first thought that comes to mind, though, is you have to remember that Sean McVay is the coach of the Rams, and you're not going to see a McVay-led team just tank like that. That just isn't his nature. This guy wants to be competitive, and also you consider the championship window. You signed Matt Stafford to that contract. Yes, it has already worked out. He could play no more games for the rest of his career, and the fact that they made that trade and they won a Super Bowl, it makes that trade a winning trade, but still, you have Donald, you have Cup, you have Stafford. When you have a core like that, I think that you do want to win. You want to put yourself to be a sneaky playoff team, but you don't want to put those Super Bowl expectations on this team. I think the point you made, half of this, they don't, they don't have for roster right now. They have to go out and draft guys and sign guys. So that's a lot of holes to fill, and you can't expect to hit on all those guys, and all those guys are going to work out. So I think the plan for this year is just to make progress. I think, too, it's not just about the record. I think it's the style, too. I think if they get their offense back to being a top 5 to 10 offense, and you're seeing yards per game, you're seeing the explosive plays, you're starting to see Cooper Cup and guys just stay healthy for an entire season, well, then you have momentum going to next year where you have $100 million in cap space, where you have 10 picks, and a first-round pick for the first time since forever I think that really has to be the plan because like I said they have proven to this fan base they have proven to their players they have proven to their coaches that their model works two Super Bowl appearances they've won one they know that they can get it done their style but I also think too look this is Los Angeles right I mean you're competing with the Lakers you're competing you're competing with the Dodgers you don't want to have Packers fans and Niners fans and the sea of red they realize that it almost feels like they have to win two Super Bowls to win one for the Rams to just continue to ingratiate their, themselves in this community and continue to win fans over. So I think the plan really has to be all gas, no breaks to an extent. But at the same token, that's almost an unfeasible plan. Like you said, it is a remodel, but I think it's more like a restock to me. They're trying to restock and replenish at multiple positions. But yeah, I definitely think if they get off to a good start, guys stay healthy. I mean, there's no one that really blows me away in the NFC right now that, hey, there's more parity than ever. I could see them making a run for it and, you know, getting greedy, right, and just going for it. Here, here's – and I like that, but here's the rub. If you go for it and you miss, now you're nowhere. And now you're somewhere in the middle of the draft or down towards the, the middle of the top ten or the back half of the top ten. That The quarterbacks don't live there. And eventually you need life after Matthew Stafford. And, and I agree with what you said, Doug, that what they went and did hit and it's going to hit forever. I, you know, the banner is up there. I see it every Sunday when I'm in SoFi Stadium and it's, it brings back all the feels, right? All the things that they, they sacrificed to do that. My fear is you are now the 18th best team in the NFL in perpetuity. That is the worst spot to be. Be really good and go for it or be as bad as you can and try to get a transcendent player. No guarantee that they're going to be there at that particular season, that particular spot, but that uh, that middle ground, that's somewhere between 16 and 26 is no man's land. And the team that they had last year was like a win or two away from being in that no man's land, and that's my fear 
uh, right there. All right. So, again, welcome to Doug McCain, new co-host of Locked on Rams. You're going to be hearing a lot more from the both of us moving forward. The draft just around the corner. Make sure you check it all out right here on the Locked on Rams podcast. Thanks for making us your first lesson or listen, I should say, and your lesson. We're giving you some lessons as well. Thanks for making us the first of both of those every single day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. Coming up, we're going to talk about whether or not that quarterback that we've been talking so much about is a realistic proposition that coming up on the next edition of locked on Rams until next time, whose house it's locked on Rams house.